You know, I noticed women and women be kicking y'all motherfucking ass, don't it? Y'all don't know the difference between the two. Y'all just use whichever one feels good at the moment. And that is funny to me. Welcome back again to Poor Life Decisions. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Diane, aka Handsome Squidward. Oh, Handsome Squidward was fine. Listen, he was fine. He was chiseled to the gods. <laughs> you know what? Chiseled is the perfect word. He looks like an Adonis for sure. Right. Mm. And that's how I feel today because I was like, I worked out yesterday and my legs are like so tight that like I can't sit down <laughs> without um, pain. And so, so you're sexy Squidward. <laughs> yeah. I am handsome Squidward. Where listen, my thighs are. <laughs> listen, I identify with Squidward in so many ways as an adult. And I also identify with him in so many ways as a teenager because I was highly irritable as a teenager as well. <laughs> I've mostly been a Spongebob most of my life. <laughs> I didn't think that, but now that you say it, true. <laughs> so, Doyen, tell us what you've been up to and what you are drinking. Um, As far as what I've been up to, so I've been trying to, to declutter my life. Um, I moved, like, October of last year, and there's still some boxes that I have not touched because I'm just like, girl. Apparently, I don't need it because it's been almost a year. Uh, so I was going to post on Facebook about um, I was going to start my decluttering process with Roxy's toys. <laughs> How you going to start with Roxy? I'd be like, because there's just some toys that don't give her joy. And so, uh-uh. what's the point? <laughs> uh-uh. Roxy said it's not with see, your own shit. How you going to do her like you see the pile of her little toy basket. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I just I say feel bad we can get rid Roxy. of some stuff. This is not okay. This is not fair. This is not okay. I feel bad for Roxy. Anyway, she'll be fine. <laughs> um, but I also yesterday I was cleaning out my linen closet. I did a row. Let let me be real. I only did a row of my cleaning closet, okay. but linen closet. But I was a getting rid of like old medicine, like expired uh-huh. Benadryl and shit. Cause Mm-hmm. Apparently it doesn't work like it should. Um, and then, of course, you know, I used to have a lot of Ipsy bags. So I had a lot yeah. of, like, skincare samples. And I'm yeah. like, clearly I'm not using any of this. So I got rid of a lot of those. Um, I had, like, a MAC moisturizer that I never really loved. And I was like, okay, it's oh, time no. to throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> but I cleared out, like, from my bathroom counter, I cleared out every skincare product that wasn't Fenty Beauty. Because <laughs> that's all okay. I've been using. <laughs> okay. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I Like I said, I am trying this out and trying to look like Rihanna. And I have faith that eventually, if I use it enough, I should look like Rihanna, maybe. (laughs) Listen, I finally got my cleanser, and I am going to try to love it. Uh, So far, so good, but it is very perfumey. And I knew Mm -hmm. it was going to be fragrancy, because I read the reviews and everything, but uh, Mm -hmm. 
it's a little more fragrant than I was expecting. It smells divine, guys. I mean, it really does, but it's just, I don't want anything that smells that good on my face. But so far, so good. Also, keep in mind, I'm only using it at night. I don't use it in the morning. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to try to love it. And Yeah. Of all the products, I feel like the one I'm going to run out of first is the tone the toner serum because okay. it's like it's just really liquidy you squeeze it and then i end up with a whole lot more serum in my hand that i should <laughs> and i feel like i'll be out of that in two weeks <laughs> i kind of wondered like how that worked because it's got that serum-y like consistency to it i'm mm-hmm. doing my hands like you know the listeners yeah, can see can my see. hands <laughs> it's got that serum like you know uh liquid consistency to it but essentially it's a toner so i was confused like in what step would you use this but i guess if you're only using those three products then it's no guesswork in that yeah like i don't feel like because in the past i have used a lot of toners it was very drying so i don't feel like it is drying and honestly, even with Derma E, I didn't think their toner was drying, actually, now that I think of it. But, oh, like, there's Derma other e stuff, stuff like... stuff is super strong for me. Oh, it's, like, super simple for me. Like, it doesn't really? freak my face out. Oh, you know what? You said Derma E. You said it. But my brain processed that Dermalogica. Oh, yeah, that's two different things. It is. Derma E is so, it like, is. It is. chill. Totally like, I can do. Yeah, like, I could do, like, a peel dermabrasion with them, and it doesn't freak my face out. Like, it is very, very chill. <laughs> yeah, I, so. my brain does, you know, what it wants to do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, so, otherwise, um, the thing that makes me happy this week is also the thing that I'm drinking. Yay. And it's pumpkin season, y'all. Like, you know, this year has been a whole shit show, and we haven't been able to do a lot of things we enjoy. But I've been so happy that pumpkin season came right on time. I wish and... y'all could see the joy and joy in face. <laughs> it, it was not, you know, pumpkin is on time season, and it was going to be there for me. Even though, like, I know a lot of y'all are like, oh, pumpkin season shouldn't be till like, October. But I'm like, it's an on-time season. It's early, but it's on time. I, mean, <laughs> I felt so. like that, but... You quickly yeah. put me in my place, but all I'm right. saying is... Don't yuck my yum. <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was about to say. All I'm saying is, I don't understand why I can't have gingerbread if you can That's have That's Christmas. I don't care. <laughs> I anyway, so, for the pot, I wanted to open up my first pumpkin beer and enjoy it with y'all. And so today, a- I'm drinking Elysian, which is the brand that I've drank before on the podcast, and this is the Dark of the Moon Pumpkin Stout. Look at that. It's sexy. Ugh. Chocolate like I like my men. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. Me. I feel so special. <laughs> like, we're here for the first sip. We're mm-hmm. waiting. <gasps> ah. And I got some foam on my lip. It's Pumpkin-y. delicious. <laughs> <sighs> I, did I try... Have I tried any pumpkin ale? I don't think I did. No, I don't think, I think you I have. And I don't tried. even watch you to because I don't want you to, like, what? 
again, talk shit about. No, Dorian. All I said was pop pumpkin spice latte tastes like warm nothing. That's all I said. And, I didn't no. say it was. I didn't say it was nasty. <laughs> I was like, it just tastes like warm nothing. So I might not feel that way about the ale. So let me. I'm gonna try some pumpkin ale. That if you want to talk about warm nothing, that juniper latte that Starbucks tried to push off on us tasted like warm nothing. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. Don't y'all give people at work your personal cell phone number, cause don't be sending me flyers. First of all, I'm off the clock. Okay, that's number mm-hmm. one. Now you sending me a flyer to your cousin grand opening I, I, and I don't even know you like that I really don't even know you like that I literally only gave you my number because we were out of town at a conference together and this was so um, we could keep up with each other what's a grand opening for? I did, now you, so you finna make me open it back up and read the flyer okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and also tell me how many fonts are on it oh uh, one, two, <laughs> three. Oh no! Wait, 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 <laughs> Never mind. I have one, no interest. <laughs> two, three, four, and one of the fonts has one, two, three different sizes, but it's the same font. Never um, mind. I'm not interested. Let's go. Ahead. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but they're gonna have giveaways That's over, and it's canceled. more. <laughs> That's over. It's canceled. Ooh, okay. Yes, ma'am. Moving on. Don't, let me tell you. Don't ever post anything online without asking Doyle to check it first. I'm just saying. Right. Like, I, I'm nice. never gonna embarrass myself like that. And I used to think I could get down with some uh, Microsoft Paint Shop. And uh, what's the one in Microsoft? Where what you the create... hell is Paint Shop? <laughs> See, that's how young you are. You don't remember Paint Shop. <laughs> no, there's Paint and there's Photoshop. Well, hell, Ain't maybe no I put shop. the two together. <laughs> you don't know my story. <laughs> you don't know my story. <laughs> this is why Chris gets to post my birthday post, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't even think. Do I? Did I get your approval this time? I don't think I post anything no. without Doyen's approval. If I want something posted, I send her the words for what I want to say. <laughs> and, like, I'm not, I'm not, because, no. Doyen ain't gonna yeah. shame me. And what's killing me is I never noticed this shit before Doyen entered <laughs> my life. Now, I be seeing stuff and I'm like, that is so tacky. Girl, where you going with that Havelica? Where you going with Havelica? Like, I'll see these things. Yeah. And it's like, that- I never noticed it before. I used to love that fancy cursive looking writing. <laughs> They've been mm, my favorite. Mm. And now when I see it, I think, mm-mm, Doyle will not approve this. Mm-mm. <laughs> so for that versus flyer, Gladys Knight, her font ain't that it. <laughs> it ain't. Like, see, I hadn't paid it ain't attention it. to it. Right. I was like, you know what? That's why Patty gonna win. <laughs> Y'all, I can't pick a winner. I can't pick a winner. Patty gonna win, but I can't pick a winner. Patty go win. I like Gladys better. First of all, we love both of them. Both of them are our aunties. Um, You know, I feel like Gladys has a voice I can mimic better. I cannot sing. But Gladys, you know, I feel like she's more in my range. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I feel like Patty has more hits. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. 
We're already planning our menus, y'all. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm making red beans and rice, and I am um consulting my friends and their ancestors because you know my ancestors don't make red beans and rice. That's all right. <laughs> so That's you know, right. I just gotta you know talk to other people's Diaspora. ancestors. Miss <laughs> <Right>, uh, <laughs> Gwendolyn, <laughs> how much season am I am I putting in here? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all good. It is all good. I'm so I'm gonna fry some fish. Um, I don't know what else I'm gonna have to go with said fish, but I have a freezer full uh, of fish. Just that spaghetti. Don't worry, that is. Listen, first of all, I am. I unlike Doyen will admit that I get it. It's a thing. I get it, but that is not my ministry. If I if I cook spaghetti, that is the meal all by itself. Mm-hmm. I don't need nothing else with it but a salad and some garlic bread. Mm-hmm. that's it but Thank you know you. some people <laughs> like my granny who made sure that I wanted to do a fish fry this past year for Christmas and she still found a way to cook a big pot of spaghetti to go for the fish fry and fried chicken as well I'm like well this just ain't no fish fry this just a family meal you gotta this have chicken for the people who don't eat fish see anyway anyway whole different story so just put the people who don't eat fish out. Like, like <laughs> what's around? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so this Anyways. week, what I'm drinking, I'm actually going to uh, take a couple of shots. And I am drinking peanut butter and jelly shots. So the sh- I have my partitioned shot glass. And one... Jerry roll up the partition, please. I was waiting on you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kind of paused. I was giving you room. I was waiting. <laughs> okay carry on (laughs) so one side is peanut butter whiskey which is really good um it's screwball it's not the one that you recommended to me doing what's the name of the one you recommended something skull scatterbrain i think scatterbrain yeah 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 Yeah. so anyway i'll try that one but this one side is peanut butter whiskey the other side so Originally, when I first made it, I used Yellowtail Jammy Red Rue, which was really good. But uh, I also, it was so good that I drank the bottle. So when I went to the liquor store, uh, they were out. So I ended up buying Barefoot Sweet Red Blend, uh, which is very similar to the um, Jammy Red Rue. I will say that Yellowtail is a cheaper wine, which says a lot because barefoot is cheap as well but yellowfoot is slightly cheaper but it's yellow better tail, not foot <laughs> oh, I said yellowfoot um, yellow tail is so I had a, pra- a couple of practice shots who cares <laughs> so the yellow tail though is a much better tasting wine it's it's yeah. fuller um, it's not as sweet I really like it but anywho funny story uh, I went to like this um Chinese day spa situation. Anyways, they're like a glass of yellowtail, eight dollars. I'm like, fuck you. You can get the whole bottle. (laughs) You can get the whole bottle for seven something. Like what are they talking about? The bottle is five dollars, and we all know the price of yellowtail. So you tripping? (laughs) Like buy another brand where we don't really remember the price. Okay, everybody knows the price of yellowtail. I am almost certain it was like seven something when I got it the other day because I, cause the barefoot was like eight something. And I was like, I don't think I realized that Yellowtail was cheaper. And I was like, yeah. oh, hmm. So they had a lot of nerve for that. 
<laughs> Y'all, that shot was so good. Literally. It literally tastes like peanut butter and jelly. I'm going to make me another one. And let's hope I can make it through this episode. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly in the baseball bat. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I told you that song reminds me of the ACT because when I was taking the ACT, I kept singing that song in my head. And yeah. And then I was like, that bitch with a bat. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah just just don't 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 worry about me y'all so okay. what is bringing me joy this week first of all the internet can be like a scroungy place but it is also a place of great joy so there's this guy and he looks like he's maybe in high school and his parents own a daycare own a daycare and he's at the daycare with the kids and he asked the kids are you smart? And they all say yes. And then he'll ask them a real common question. I mean, not common, but I mean, it's nothing to really test their smarts. He'll just ask them a basic question and they give these answers. And y'all, the kids are so cute. We're talking three and four year olds. They give the cutest answers. Like the one little girl, he asked her who was the oldest person in America. And she said, Michael Jackson. <laughs> like she said it with so much conviction. <laughs> like she knew. And it's so funny. But there's this one girl. And y'all, when I tell you all the kids are cute, they're all cute. But it's this one little girl. Her name is Jabria. <laughs> he always asks Jabria, Jabria, are you smart? And she always goes, Yes! <laughs> Jabria, are you smart? Yes! Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Me and Dora. You and Dora? Mm-hmm. Y'all roommates? Mm-hmm. Best friends? Mm-hmm. Okay, good job. Every single time, without fail. And it gets to the point where I start doing it with her. She's always the first one. And so I, he, he kind of usually always goes in the same order. She's always the first one. And as soon as he says, Jabria, are you smart? I'm laying in my bed, watching TikTok, and I go, yes! (laughs) (laughs) She's the cutest thing. And he, he like, asked her something. And I forgot what the question was, but the answer was Beyonce. And she was like, Nicki, I can't say Nicki Minaj how she did it, but she was like, Nicki Minaj. I don't know how she said it, but cutest thing cutest little girl um that's just really bringing me joy watching the babies tell me um how smart they are he asked her uh just last night i was looking at it and he asked her when do you get your driver's license and she said tomorrow <laughs> and, he said, <laughs> and he said tomorrow she said mm-hmm. <laughs> they are just cute 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 it just reminds me of, I kept asking my Nigerian family members, I was like, what age do you get a li- driver's license? And they all laughed at me. And they're like, when you decide you want one. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Where's the structure? Like, I'll just be like, mm, I think I need a driver's license. <laughs> I so, think I'm ready to drive. But there's no minimum age? or No. <laughs> driving really early but it's also probably really good that legally you know that's not a thing in the u.s <laughs> i started driving when i was 20 <laughs> i believe it yes <laughs> anyways so we're gonna move along to our current events
say you love to see it. <laughs> Multiple boats sink during the Trump boat parade on Lake Travis. And I'm just like, I'm not really good with physics and things, but I feel like if there's a whole lot of boats in one area, that's not good. Like, the waves and shit, shit happens. And so there's a lot of boats in distress at the parade. <laughs> and several boats sank on the lake. Listen, it brought me joy. (laughs) First of all, I yelped. Like, when I saw, (laughs) when I saw the, um, tagline on Twitter, I saw it and I went, ah! (laughs) Like, I just let out a little sound of joy because that shit funny. And there was a woman on there, like, they interviewed several people, and there was one on there who was like, you know, coronavirus isn't that big of a deal. I don't remember exactly what she said. But anyway, after I read her little quote, I was like, I'm glad your little funky boat sank anyway. Well, you know, her poor ass, she was a teacher. I'm not saying she's a poor ass because she's a teacher, but she's a poor ass. <laughs> and she's right. like, I think our kids belong back in school. I think COVID has been overrated. I know people have lost loved ones, but if you look at the not underlying issues... Cases is not that huge. And I'm like, bitch. And she was watching <laughs> from the sidelines. So you a broke bitch. You ain't right. got no boat. Okay. Just sink in the water by yourself. Like, right. <laughs> just get in the water and sink. Like, I wonder, <laughs> like, I really, I really wish I could have been there to see that. Like, of course I would have never gone because I would never go to a Trump parade. But, like, it must have been glorious. Like, just to see those to ships. Like, the article didn't really say how many ships, but like Boats it and did. Ships. And so the balance shifts. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. But um, oh. but they did say that like at least five went like under. It's like several mm. ships were taken were taken on water. Like I don't really know what I don't know how to explain it except for Jesus. I mean, I think it was just people in their poor ass boats. I mean, <laughs> Jesus don't like ugly. <laughs> Another thing we love to see is ah. that Curtis Flowers yes, has Jesus. all his charges dropped and he is finally at it. Praise and worship, okay? Like we amen. are so Amen, Amen. Yes. <laughs> we are so thankful and we are happy about it. Um it still comes with a lot of complicated feelings because mm-hmm. he's been locked up for so many years mm-hmm. um, for a crime that I feel like he didn't commit, but let's take my feelings out of it and let's just say that there's no real evidence. The evidence actually pointed to someone else and then the case itself was mishandled so poorly. It's mm-hmm. like, number one, there wasn't enough evidence to lock him up in the first place, so he never should have gotten locked up. But mm-hmm. number two, after he did get locked up, and they were making, um, you know, I don't know what the, how the appeals process works. Like, I mean, I don't remember. Of course, I knew it one time. But, like, which court you start with. But several times, courts were finding that y'all really mishandling this case. They should have mm-hmm. let him go then. Did they? Mm-hmm. No. no. And as a matter of fact, the Supreme Court at one time told Mississippi to let him go. Did they? No. And... I do want to say that, you know, we understand that this is your favorite podcast and it's hard to listen to someone who's not (laughs) us, but 
check out In the Dark. That's In the Dark. Uh, season two, they cover the Curtis Flowers case. And, oh, Doyen, they do have a season three that covers COVID in Mississippi. And I just can't do it. <laughs> I, yeah. I might go back and listen to it after we're on the other side of this thing. But right now, I just can't. Constitutionally, there's like <coughs> a, a thing about double jeopardy. You shouldn't be tried for the same crime multiple times. But he was tried six times. Apparently, Constitution does not apply for black bodies and it black doesn't. people. <laughs> it doesn't. Which is why we roll our eyes at the preamble every single time. <laughs> but he was tried six times for the same crime, and it was so sketchy, so many times. And he he was he had four death sentences, but the thing is, Mississippi is too damn poor to kill people, and that's you know that was his saving grace. I mean, I was about to say that's a blessing, <laughs> right? That was his saving grace. Like Texas, they just be whacking, but um. Yeah, so I'm so glad that he, and the thing about it is his family stuck by him, and yes. he kept the faith the whole time. Also, I love that the background was like a Dallas Cowboys wall <laughs> in his picture. That's like, I love um, it. <laughs> yeah, I, but. Just, just please check out that podcast if you're not familiar with the case, even if you are familiar, because I was familiar and still learned a lot of things. Those two young white girls, let me tell you, hats off to you young ladies. I appreciate the work you do. Those women came and they did the work. They moved to Greenville or Greenwood, I forgot, but they moved to some part of Mississippi and they went door to door and did the work. They talked to people, they got cussed out, they got threatened, they got doors slammed in their faces, Like, but they did the work and they stuck it out. And they weren't here... They weren't even set out to prove his innocence. They set out to gather the facts. And the mm-hmm. facts are the facts. So it's like, I, I do thank um, In the Dark for that. And, you know, those kind of situations just make you think about how many more people um, are in prison serving life sentences um, on death row and are innocent. Let me say this. One thing I learned from In the Dark Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is my adult moment <laughs> so they talked about uh, the jury in all these different trials um, and all these different juries and it was just a lot going on with, with, with the jury for some reason I have gotten called for jury duty umpteen times like I can't tell you how many times I've been called for jury duty and I always try to get out of it so the first two times I was called, the circuit clerk was my church member, and I was still an undergrad, so I told her that I just really didn't want to come, and she let me out of it. Um, I got called several, I've gotten called three times as an adult. Well, I don't count my undergrad as being an adult, so I think I've been called five times altogether. So I've been called three times as a working adult, and each time... I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth when they ask questions and I raise my hand. But the more times you raise your hand, it kind of knocks you out. For instance, they'll say things like, do you think it's ethical for us to use a recovering drug addict as an informant? And I raise my hand and said, no, I don't think it's ethical. Like I did stuff like that that I knew Mm -hmm. was going to get me kicked out. After listening to In the Dark, 
I will never, ever, ever dodge jury duty again mm-hmm. because this could have been stopped a long time ago had there been a proper jury. And mm-hmm. I will never do that again. I will never, ever dodge jury duty again. My people, people who look like me, need to see me sitting on their jury. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, like I think there's a big cultural emphasis against it. And I get yeah. it. It's long. It's boring. Yeah. You don't get to use your phone. But at the same time, it is important when you need to be there for people. Yeah. But also, truthfully, I'm very opinionated, so I don't know if anybody's going to let me go. Yeah, they're not. Because I, I am too. And it's like, that's what I said. Like, I wasn't lying. But I also mm. knew that raising my hand and objecting to these things, I knew that that was going to get me kicked out of the pool. Mm-hmm. And so, but I will never, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but I will never purposely try to get kicked out of the pool again, ever again. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so next up, this t- target fires a barista who made a Blue Lives Matter Starbucks drink <laughs> with bleach and blood of innocent black men. And Chris maybe watch it. Because at first I was like, oh, oh no. You wa- like, I didn't know you watched it. Yeah. At first I was like, oh no, like, you know, I, I think that's cool. Like, he was just doing stuff on TikTok until I realized he's using company items. <laughs> yeah, he did it at work. Yeah. I mean, but, we still appreciate him because it was very entertaining for us. Yeah. And he looked, he seems young. He sounds young. And yeah. um, they put his Twitter profile on something. He looks young. So hopefully he found another job. I mean, I hate he lost his job, but we understand that too. But it's like, yeah. thanks, it was entertaining. <laughs> and that's like the the lucky thing for our generation is that like we grew up in both worlds, and so we know like to put shit out on social media, but don't put too much shit out where it exactly. fucks with your money. I see Whereas <laughs> they're like they've only known digital media, and so they feel like they can make these jokes. And it shouldn't have any holding on their real life. It, yeah, unfortunately, I, it does. <laughs> I say that all the time. Like, we grew up, like, we kind of, which I'm a few years older than Dorian, a, a lot of years older than Dorian, but <laughs> we grew up, but I'm still a millennial. I'm just the oldest mm-hmm. millennial. So we grew up with the internet, is what I like to say. Um, mm-hmm. Like, internet was something I always had access access to, but that access was at school mostly. Like, we didn't have internet in my home. It wasn't common to have internet in your home until I was, like, in high school. And even then, we were using those AOL dial-up discs. <laughs> but, like, before that, we had, you know, inter- yeah, I was used to internet, but I was used to it being something that was at school or at the library. Like, it wasn't something that was common for people to have at home. These See, the funny thing about it is, like... with internet, and they grow... All yeah. they know is social media. I remember, like, because we had dial-up. My dad got us, like, a separate number, but we couldn't do dial-up all day. Oh, it's so, like, I would have a list of things I need to do when I got on the internet, and none of them were important. <laughs> like... <laughs> Absolutely none of it was important. Download was like, on Napster. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that. Like I um once again, we talk about how like I used to do a lot of fan fiction 
and luckily it's not around anymore. Oh, I'm gonna find it. I'm <laughs> gonna find there. it. I'm gonna scour the web and find it. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, so it's little silly shit like that, where like I go check my Yahoo email and things like that. Yes. So like I get it, and even now, like there's certain things, especially with Twitter, like where I'll go and search my name and certain words. So I'm like. Oh, do I need to delete that shit? Girl, that I do shit. it all the time <laughs> to make sure that, you know, because we all have been problematic at some point in time. Right. So I do it just to make sure I didn't put this shit out there. Right. <laughs> but um, this poor child, I mean, it was hilarious, but unfortunately he got yeah. fired for it. My favorite part was when he was like, now add ice because cops love ice. <laughs> that was, I laughed out loud at that. <laughs> And the blood of black men. I mean, because black people. Yes. I love it. <laughs> it's real. Anyways, um, so this next one, funny thing about it is before I even knew the story, I saw the meme on Instagram. And it was like, Pastor John Gray does nothing but cheat on his wife in leg day. And I was like, I can't stop looking at his fucking legs. <laughs> did, you, did you see, did you get why I titled it The Last Airbender? <laughs> no. <laughs> Because I call her Avatar. <laughs> oh, because her name is Avenger. <laughs> I call her Avatar, and like <laughs> Shonda, you know, friend of the show, she calls her something different every time. She's called her Avatar mm-hmm. before. She calls her Adventurer. She's called her Advertising. She's called her Advantage. She's called her everything. <laughs> Let us kind of like Condoleezza. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or and like Canola. I was just, just going to say exactly, just like y'all did Condola. She calls it <laughs> different every time. Let it start with the A, and maybe have a A in it, or because I was about to say a D or a V, but she called her appendage one day. So that's <laughs> but yeah, I call her Avatar. <laughs> but yeah, um, those little legs, like how did they even support his body? I really want to know. And why won't he crap the damn picture? Like, he needs all he to has, wear like... some boot. Listen, I know this is 2020, but if you got a little bit of leg, if you if you smile on the bottom and big on the top, wear you some boot cut jeans. Just wear boot cut. I understand it's 2020, but you can still find boot cut. Uh, Levi's still make them, and Old Navy still have them. Niggas are still buying uh, cargo pants, so I know you can find some boot cuts. <laughs> Yeah, I'll keep... Anyways, so apparently <laughs> for the second time, I guess this time last year, he was cheating on his wife. And this time, the, uh, the side chick had time. So she had video footage. Okay. She had the receipts, okay. <laughs> including footage with his son. <laughs> that was foul. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I mean, there's a few ways he could have gone about this. Um Make sure you have a girl who shuts the fuck up. I mean, there are plenty <laughs> women who are... That's my thing, because, like, with Avatar, I feel like... I don't know if she's just comfortable with living the lifestyle, and so she don't care, or she got her own thing on the side. But, like, what you not... Because let me tell you something. It has been my dream to be a kept woman, okay? That has been my dream. Mm-hmm. I okay. come at a price. And there are certain things <laughs> I may turn a blind eye to. But what you're right. not finna do is embarrass me publicly. Pick mm-hmm. better bitches, nigga. Mm-hmm. Pick better bitches. It's plenty of women out there. Because he was buying the mistress gifts. He was taking her on trips. Like, there are plenty of women 
who will do that. They will be the other woman as long as you finance them and they will keep their mouth closed. But no, you want to go to the one who like to talk. Do a better job. Right. In the words of Melania, be better. <laughs> be best. Be best. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I tried to she fix say it. Better. She said be best. Be best. Anyway, uh, so I guess this time around when he was apologizing, he um he was on a darkened stage. And he apologized <laughs> to his wife. And I'm just like. Is he still pastoring a church? Do you know? You know, these kids are real light-skinned for them to come from two darker people. Anyways, yes, he's still pastoring her church. She's not that dark. She's light enough for me to believe that she probably has some lighter people in her family. Kids yeah, reach back. But the kids were, like, way lighter than the two of them. Right, but, but kids... Dorian... Yeah, I mean, light-skinned has some recession genes. I'm not going to say that, because... I have two light-skinned sisters. It's always weird when you say parents. that. Like, <laughs> it's like, I like. first of all, do you think anybody who is even a half a step lighter than her is light-skinned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm definitely the dark one in my family on my mom's side. And so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm used to it. <laughs> Everybody's light-skinned. They're lighter than me. <laughs> Anyways, um, Doyen's so, not dark, by the way. <laughs> she just the darkish. Dark um, <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> even though I used to date a Sudanese guy, and he called me light skin. I was like, you know what? You're right <laughs> compared to you. <laughs> oh, I bet right. he was I'm not gorgeous. Even argue with you. Was okay, we're dead. not gonna do that. Let's move Anyways. on. Let's move on. <laughs> six eight two. Anyways, um, <laughs> so, um. These dumbass flat earthers. Oh God! <laughs> decided to hop into a boat, and they were trying to go to an island between Sicily and North Africa called Lampedusa, and Dusa, and they were trying to use a compass, which flat earthers usually don't believe in magnetic forces. So that was like strike one. <laughs> Anyways, so they got lost. It went somewhere else. You don't even know what you believe. <laughs> um, on Sicily's north coast. No, not Sicily. Anyways, they got lost and they went somewhere else and then they were forced to quarantine. And then they tried to break out and they were forced to quarantine again. And then they tried to break out again. <laughs> and we were forced to quarantine it. again. <laughs> you love to see it. And so I did learn a little bit about Flat Earthers this, in this article. Apparently... Flat earthers believe there's an ice wall that keeps all the oceans together. They think is where explorers have named Antarctica, but nobody has been able to go there and live to tell the day. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. it's just crazy because, first of all, what did you think you were going to see? Like, if you thought you were going to go, if, if I thought the world was flat and there was a literal place where either A, you just fall off, or B, there's a wall of ice. I mean, I would be afraid to go to a place where I'm just possibly going to fall off. Like, so I wouldn't do that. And then, your ass really think there's going to be a sheet of ice somewhere between Italy and Africa? Is that really what your ass thought? Mm-hmm. I was like, these people are dumb. Right? How does the world end right there? Like, <laughs> how do you that get to Africa? That is a weird <laughs> place for the world to end. So, are you saying that Africa? So, you're saying the whole continent of Africa and Australia and parts of Asia 
Are you saying those are not in this world? I don't get it. Of course, my mind is very linear, so I'm thinking straight lines. Maybe this ice wall isn't in a straight line. Maybe it, maybe it dips and curves. I don't know. But I'm, that is yeah. crazy. They're dumb. So, um, <laughs> that's all I can say about The that. plus side of this is I was happy to see that there are countries that actually take quarantining seriously. Oh. <laughs> in the States. Like, I was in Chicago for Labor Day weekend, and we tried to go for brunch, and they're like, uh, have you been outside of Illinois? We're like, yeah. They're like, we're in Texas. And they're like, no. <laughs> you should have known you couldn't say Texas. <laughs> like, your poor ass state. Get out of here. It just caught us off guard. But I was just like, yeah. I felt like a secondhand citizen. He's like, yeah, you could go outside and order your food. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm a black woman. I'm not ordering my food outside. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing that either, but I'm glad to see that they were somewhat taking it seriously in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my fault. Like, I'd I be at home. I'd be behaving myself. But the, the whole state is banned. <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of people say they'd be at home, and then they end up in Chicago at restaurants, and then they're like, oops. Yeah. I just felt away the way he talked. Yeah, Anyways, I would have um, to. <laughs> yeah, white guy. Anyways, um, so Viola Davis calls for boycott of racially biased publications after New York Post coverage. So, um, when it came to Kenosha shooter, they were just super, um, what's the word? I felt sorry for them. Supportive. Anyways, so the title was Suspected Teen Gunman Kyle Rittenhouse Spotted Cleaning Kenosha Graffiti Before Shooting. However, when they posted about Trayvon Martin, they said Trayvon Martin had traces of marijuana in the system at time of death, autopsy reveals. And so, you know, this is how they deal with the 17 year old murder versus the 17 year old victim. Right. And so, Viola Davis calls for a boycott, and I am here for it. I don't really actually support New York Post anyways. <laughs> I, you know what? I did not know that the New York Post was considered a tabloid until I read this article. So, there's that. Yeah, um, yeah I, just, I just think it's important to call them out. Like, call people out when they do this kind of shit. Um, specifically you know, the media. Um, isn't that one of Alexander Hamilton's thing? New York Post? I think Post? he found it in the New York Post. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I think he did. Well, I don't remember, but I know Actual that... Hamilton. Fuck him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we love the musical because we are blacks and we love good music mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. good time. Mm-hmm. We in no way feel that a musical is representative of the real person. I just feel like we had to say that because people have lost their goddamn minds in thinking <laughs> that we don't know the difference between <laughs> entertainment and a real fucking person. And a real person, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> anywho I do know that uh, Skylar, uh, which, I mean, that may have not been directly... Hamilton, it is Hamilton adjacent, but I know that Skyler found it one of those newspapers. I don't know, one of the big ones. Anywho, whatever. Alrighty, so next up, um, 
I really hate the way they titled this article. It said, Britney Spears' sister makes move to control pop stars' assets. Mm. Jamie Lynn Spears has a name. We know Jamie Lynn. We loved Nickelodeon. <laughs> and so don't call her Britney Spears' sister. But she <laughs> is trying to, um, because Britney has been under conservatorship, basically since her meltdown in 2008. Do you know, um, I didn't know that she was still under conservatorship. Yeah. And she's still doing stuff. That's the thing about it. Like, she had, like, a Las Vegas, like, residency or whatever. But because of that, she's trying to work on, like, getting more of the space. Because her dad, and it's so confusing, because her dad is James Jamie Spears. And the article keeps talking about Jamie Spears. And then they're like, Jamie Lynn. And, like, my brain, like, I'm very, like, linear. And so I'm like, Jamie Spears, I hate him. Jamie Lynn, I like her. Yeah. You have to <laughs> and so for like that to be like in one article is really frustrating my brain. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't bother me because I think I I think the Southern Belle in me <laughs> is very accustomed to double names, and so mm-hmm. her name is Jamie Lynn, and like that's how mm-hmm. I, she's Jamie Lynn. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. it did really confuse me, but <laughs> it confused I my get it. Yes, yeah, I was just like I can't. Because I'm a scanner, and so I don't fully read all the words any time. <laughs> and so, like, for them to be throwing Jamie Spears in, and I'm like, and Jamie Lynn, like, it was just a lot. They could have called him James. That's, like, that's all I'm asking. Just call they him really James could for have. This article. That's his name. But, they could have called him that. Yeah, and so he's still trying to drive conservatorship over Britney, and we all know that he ain't no good, and yeah. he just wants her money. Oh, they say she hasn't performed live since 2018. Which, you know, when he first took over, I don't think I was alone in thinking that that was a good thing because he seemed to be really concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? He's her dad. I'm sure he was concerned. But that doesn't take away from him also wanting to have control because he wants this money. Like, both things right. can be true. Um. So it just made me happy to see that her sister is trying because I feel like her sister will do a better job and will, um, you know, move with her best interest in mind and her children as well because this person is also over money that she's put into trust funds and whatnot for her children. So, mm-hmm. and her sister does have some rights over some things that Breeding has signed over to her mm-hmm. but she wants the full conservatorship passed over to Jamie Lynn and yes I agree yes it, as I continue to grow older I understand her meltdown <laughs> listen I understood it then. you hear me <laughs> I mean, I, when I, I it happened, I was like in college still, so I was like, "Oh, I don't understand what's happening." But now, as a full adult who has to pay her own bills and shit, I'm like, "I get it." Girl, <laughs> my ass was melting down in high school, so I understood it. But I didn't understand shaving her hair. I was like, "Girl, why would you do that?" But now I even get the hair part. Now I even right. get the hair part. It's like, yes, right. girl, I get it. Right. <laughs> Same. Um. Okay. So. Federal student loan payments are officially suspended until 2021. 0% interest. No collections and non-payments. Count to forgiveness. And so, Betsy Devos. 
uh, 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 uh. I don't want to give her no shine and no credit because she's shit. <laughs> really, all I wanted to or do okay i just wanted us to i felt like it was our responsibility and our duty to let people know this because let me tell you how navigant ass still thought i was finna send them a payment for a federal loan no (laughs) ma'am and she gonna have the nerve to tell me when i told her "Uh uh-uh i already saw that it's been deferred i ain't got to pay none this year and she was like oh that's for federal loans yeah boo i know I only had one private loan and it's been paid off. I know. <laughs> Check my record. Yeah. So they still trying to get over on people and still trying to like pressure you and press you. Mind you, I pay my student loans, but what happened was they want, you know, the, the, you know, they go, well, I don't know how you've set up your repayment, but for mine, they start out at one amount and they're like that way for a couple of years. Then they go up. Mm-hmm. and on the uptick when they go up they don't just go up a little bit they jump full forward into now you need to start paying like two thousand dollars a month bitch you crazy uh-uh let me resubmit my paperwork and you reschedule that down to bite-sized pieces that i can handle and mm-hmm. they just try to press you about that and they got mad because I used to, because y'all, I like ease over everything. So I used to have it set up for a direct draft. And then I took it off because mm-hmm. they decided that they was going to start taking more without letting me know first. So no, sir. But I still do uh, I still do a draft. It's just that I do it on my end now. So it's like how the bank can pay your bills for you if you just let them know mm-hmm. where to send it. I do it that way now. So it's like, y'all still going to get your money. And I'm not going to stop paying on the ones that I was already paying on that haven't gone up. It's just that one that's gone up and they were trying not to renegotiate with me. And all I'm telling y'all is you got some time and you can renegotiate and don't Mm -hmm. let them tell you no different. Federal loans, not private, Mm -hmm. only federal. Yeah. I um... I forgot what I was going to say. This pumpkin beer is strong as shit. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't let them pressure you. And it's still counting if you have like, you know, if you work in public service and stuff like that, or you have like another plan where you have to pay X amount of stuff. It's still counting even though you're not paying. Yeah. Um, and I think I read somewhere where they're like, in this time, you could take that time to pay off other debt <laughs> that might be more important, like credit card debt right. and stuff like that. Because exactly. it's not due. So I, you know, I have interesting takes on that, but alas. Um, okay, so lastly, which this mayor looks, she looks like she has a, a meth face. <laughs> a vice mayor, sorry. Uh, she looks like she has a meth face. I was like, why do you look like the way you look, you're supposed to be a vice mayor. Anyways, so Florida vice mayor <laughs> arrested with three bottles of whiskey. And not just whiskey. Fireball. Who the fuck is still drinking Fireball past college? <laughs> Girl, when I read that, my accent reflex said, oh no, baby, what is she doing? <laughs> like, not Fireball. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Girl, you deserve everything you got because you got three bottles of fireball (laughs) that's it (laughs) 
That's that's my final judgment. Oh, he deserved well, it. I was just <laughs> upset because so you just gonna you just gonna be careless like that in the Tesla. Like, let me tell y'all how right. I'm not a car person. Like, oh, I, when I bought my last car, <laughs> I finally had to tell the dealer who was my friend's husband. So I went to someone I trust. I finally had to tell him. Uh, the more cars you keep showing me, I'm just going to keep saying, oh, yeah, I like that one. Because literally, I just wanted to be pretty. That's all I really care about. <laughs> and it was like, I really don't know. And so I'm not a car person. I'm not particular. But, oh, y'all, every time I see a Tesla, I let out a low growl. I hate Elon Musk. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him, but I like the way that there are no doorknobs. <laughs> Like, I just love how sleek it is. And then, um, uh, shit, what was the name of the show? A History of Witches? A Discovery of Witches. Did you watch that? It came on BBC. Really good. But anyway, the vampire drove a Tesla, and it was so fucking sleek. I mean, ooh. Like, of course you drive a Tesla. You're a fucking vampire. Of course you do. I just loved it. <laughs> but the thing about it was she was driving under the influence. It was her third conviction and refusal to submit for testing. And she was held on a $1,000 bail. Oh, that pissed me the fuck off. I was like, $1,000 <laughs> bail? What the fuck? So you mean to tell me I can get caught with a gram of weed and you going to anyway we ain't getting into it i ain't even no public official i'm just a nobody trying to tell right. everybody about somebody who can save anybody <laughs> don't love that song who sang that is that the kid spirituals who sang that song i'm just a nobody okay Anyway, we're going to take a break and listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. And we are back, and we're just going to mosey right along to our someone something. Someone something. <laughs> so this week, we're going to talk about how to block a bitch. <laughs> Not really. Hey. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about, I mean, you know... Every day, it's something new with people who previously held the title of our faves. And right now, we're going to focus on recording artists, and we're going to talk about how you can block or filter out the music that you listen to and the artists that show up on your playlist and whatnot. Cough, Ira Kelly. (laughs) You know, you know, they... (laughs) You know, they read that story about that man jumping him in jail. And, like, so somebody jumped him in jail and, like, stomped him in the head and stuff. And, like, um, and look, and the guy that retweeted it on my timeline in his retweet, he put, step in the name of love. (laughs) 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 And then the next person retweeted and put, step, step. Side to side. <laughs> <laughs> round and round. Kick him now. <laughs> Lord, I said, I said, I know the Lord don't want me to laugh this hard at somebody despised me. That shit was funny. <laughs> the Lord, listen, the Lord love all his children. Uh, 
but that ain't my responsibility. <laughs> okay. I'm a work in progress. Right, right. <laughs> so if you're a fan of streaming music, personalized playlists, and mixes that are made just for you, you no doubt have run into some boring, bad, and even downright offensive songs that you'd rather not hear again. And if you're familiar mm-hmm. with any of the news surrounding today's most popular artists, you probably have a running list of artists who you'd rather never hear again, no matter how good their mm-hmm. newest single may be. Because of, you know, misogyny, racism, rape, shooting people in the foot, shooting. and other problematic <laughs> behavior. We can all relate. We can all relate. You know, sometimes you just don't like an artist. <laughs> So here's how each major streaming service handles that, um, whether it's blocking or filtering. Okay, so let's start with Amazon Music. So Amazon doesn't let you filter or block artists from your playlist or your stations, but you can upvote or downvote songs in the radio station to better personalize your listening experience. Now, I would say do this in all of your streaming services because it really does help. You can also block songs with explicit language in them by hitting the three-dot menu icon in the My Music tab and enabling the Block Explicit Songs option. Now listen. I would never. (laughs) I used to feel like, I used to feel like, why would I ever need to know this? This is crazy. I want to hear all the fucks that there are. But hear me out. (laughs) It really comes in handy if you ever find yourself like, needing to play music out loud, maybe at work. Um, Also, it comes in handy when you're riding in the car with your granny. (laughs) So yeah, um, just in case you want to try that. Next, let's look at Tidal. So while you can't block an artist directly from their page, you can block them or a particular song from their artist or their track radio playlist or from your my mix playlist if you know exactly who you want to cut from your listening experience the quickest way to get it done is to visit the artist's profile hit the radio button next to the artist's name tap one of their songs and hit the block button at the bottom of the now playing screen should you change your mind you can reverse all of this in title And guys, don't worry. As always, this article will be tagged so you can look it up and find your streaming preference. Okay, next is Apple Music. Now, Apple Music won't let you block an artist or filter their songs, um, you know, out of a playlist. It does let you um, adjust the app's recommendations based on how you rate songs. You can, you know, vote to love or dislike a song in Apple Music, which it does take into account when building playlists or when you're using like Apple radio. Now I will say that this method is pretty effective in Apple music. Now we're going to talk about it at another streaming service where it's not that effective, but if I give a thumbs down or I think it's a dislike, I don't think it's a thumbs down for Apple. I think it's like a dislike. It's the heart with the little line drawn through it. I think anyway, if I vote a song down, say, Joe and because I've never liked Joe don't ask me why I just feel like he's lying to me I get it he writes great songs he has a great voice I've never liked Joe it's not up for debate but if like a couple of Joe songs come on (laughs) 
and I dislike maybe three of them, I really won't hear any more Joe songs. So Apple Music is the best with this system. Okay, next is Spotify. Now, Spotify, okay, mind you, I don't have a paid Spotify subscription, but maybe I should. Spotify has the most straightforward method of blocking artists from appearing on a playlist or their radio station. So you can't block specific songs, but you can definitely block an artist by visiting their profile and hitting the three-dot menu icon and selecting Don't Play This Artist. And after that, they're not going to pop up no more. So I really appreciate that from Spotify. Like, that is a plus. That is a plus. And uh, next is Pandora. Okay. So for Pandora... <laughs> huh? Oh, I thought you laughing. Who's still listening to Pandora? Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I play Pandora sometimes at work. So for Pandora, uh, when it comes to dismissing artists that you no longer want to hear... You really only have one option, and that's to downvote them, and that's the thumbs down. Now, you won't entirely block that artist um, or even that track, but it will reduce how often that artist appears in your radio station. Now, let me tell you something. That method is probably the least effective on Pandora. I done cussed Pandora out so many times because if every time you put a Joe song in my ear, I give it the thumbs down, why the fuck you keep giving me Joe songs? I don't want to hear that shit. And I don't understand. I want Pandora to pick up on my trends. There's a trend. There's a pattern. Pandora is probably the least effective with that. Like I said, Apple Music is actually pretty good. You downplay a song. It's pretty good at like picking up, oh, she just don't like this artist. But Pandora keep giving me shit, and I'm like, now, goddamn. Every time you put R. Kelly in my ears, I give it a thumbs down. Why are you, Why do you keep giving him to me? I don't understand. Yeah. So. <laughs> and lastly, the article lists YouTube music. I don't know who really does YouTube music, but um, currently <laughs> YouTube music does not allow us to filter or block. But I'm pretty sure they will um, eventually. They're kind of new in the music streaming um like i've played i've definitely played those youtube playlists before listen you can get in some good you can get in some good ass rabbit holes wormholes whatever you want to call them on youtube and those playlists because their songs you're gonna find songs on youtube that you can't find in apple music or spotify or title because you know those those platforms are official YouTube, it's whoever the hell uploaded it. So, you can find some good shit. Like, I can listen to a lot of Play of Fly. Uh, the other day, I listened to a Tommy Wright the Third playlist. So, all I'm saying is, you can find, if you want to listen to Memphis Finest, you can find them on YouTube. So, anywho, long story short, um, I just think, I think it's, you know, personal protests are personal. And, the way things work in today's world, <laughs> sometimes it feels pointless to protest because honestly, everything is fucking connected. Companies own each other and you don't know. You think you protesting this company by spending with this one and all alone, they own each other. You just don't know. But I firmly believe in putting my money where my mouth is. And if I am not going to support an artist, I want to not support them. And streaming is support by the way guys so yeah it is so i feel like uh, 
end of the day, I think Spotify was the best when it yeah. comes to like giving me that option to be like, I don't want to hear this person ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them are just really soft takes on that. Yeah. But I think Spotify picked a side and they were yeah. on the right side. Yeah. Yep. So, um, once again, it'll be tagged in the show notes and you guys check it out and, you know, learn how to filter or block that artist that you just don't care for. I know Mm y'all don't like Joe. I'm not the only one who don't like Joe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's time for our... our, So... Um, peanut butter and jelly shots are a great thing. You probably should not do. Peanut butter, jelly time. Peanut <laughs> butter, you probably shouldn't do them time. when you have peanut to record jelly. a show. <laughs> We're yeah. going to move right No on. shots <laughs> while you're recording a no show. No shots. No type of shots. <laughs> no shots move. in the champagne room. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> do you watch uh, P-Valley? No, because I need somebody's stars logging. Oh, shit, doing it, girl. I ain't got stars. I'll, I'll send you my... I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you shit. Okay. They <laughs> have needs. I, somebody on but, Twitter uh, did God's work and posted a link. And I thankfully okay. bookmarked it before it was deleted because that tweet has been mm-hmm. deleted. I will say... Matter okay. of fact, I'm going to send it to you right now while we talking so I don't forget. And because I want y'all to witness... Yeah, because you I'm forgot to send me that fine-ass gardening man. Um, oh, that you were supposed Marcus, to send me. I forgot to send you, Marcus. Okay, Marcus. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Doyle saying I don't do nothing for her, and I don't ever right. send her nothing. So I'm actually. Right. Oh, let me. Because you know that. I will. <laughs> I, was, I was about to send it just to you, but I think I should send it to our um group, and that yeah. way. Everybody can enjoy because y'all pay value so good. You gonna love the pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I sent it in our group chat, and now you two can watch P Valley. Um, once again, I watch it in my living room, and my Apple TV in my living room is old, so I have to mm. pull it up on my phone and then cast it to. <laughs> Actually, I pull it up on my iPad and then cast it to. Apple TV in the living room. I know, I know. I'm living in <laughs> backwards times, but I'm gonna get a new Apple I can't TV. <laughs> I, the, listen, the one in is my... that a white refrigerator? <laughs> I really do have a white refrigerator. <laughs> and listen, I want a new refrigerator. And Granny was like, "Why are you so concerned with a new refrigerator? I like your refrigerator." And I was like, "Girl, it's white." <laughs> <laughs> Nene said. But listen, <laughs> I saw a bomb ass white refrigerator. It's white with gold trimming. That shit was beautiful. Mm. I saw it on Somebody Instagram. on Twitter posted like his refrigerator options. I'm like, if he picked the bottom right, hey boo. Because <laughs> oh, of the LG one. I was oh, like, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Hello. Hi>. Alas, <laughs> we are moving on to our poor life decision this week. Okay, guys, so this week we're going to talk about um, existential anxiety or what some people identify as having an existential crisis. Now, no, you're not having, well, you may be having deja vu, but uh, it's not Groundhog's Day. We have discussed this topic before, Um, but I needed it again. (laughs) 
it's been a we rough. We need it again. Yes, it's been <laughs> a rough. It's been a rough time this whole quarantine, but specifically the past couple of weeks have been really rough, and I'm just like, you know what? We need a we need a refresher. So <clears throat> we're gonna talk about what it means to have an existential crisis or to experience existential anxiety. So do you find yourself, you know, preoccupied with questions like, why am I here? Or what is life? Y'all, the other day I really questioned whether I was really alive or not. And it was spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was having a meltdown um, because I buried a friend on Saturday and I was having a meltdown. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm still alive. Am I alive? And then I started like pulling at my face. It's crazy. But like, that's what, that's what an existential crisis is, is when you just start like questioning your existence. Um, mm-hmm. And those who suffer from this form of anxiety are often plagued with those types of questions. Like, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? Um, Am I doing everything I'm supposed to do? That sort of thing. To put it simply, existential anxiety is stress caused from questioning your existence. When you start questioning how you got here, why you're here at this time, and what are you supposed to be doing with your life, it can spiral into an existential anxiety. When this, while this can cause extreme worry and stress, it can also help you to work towards certain goals in life and, you know, setting certain things that you want to attain and give you a sense of purpose. So, Doyen, we're going to take a look at some of the symptoms, and I want you to, like, let me know if any of these sound familiar to you. Okay. The symptoms are very similar to, like, some symptoms of general anxiety, but there's a strong focus on worrying about your purpose in life and, like, what the future holds. So... The symptoms include avoidance of people or situations that you once enjoyed, excessive worrying, tightness in the chest, increased heart rate, dizziness, nausea, trembling even. Doyen, have you experienced any of these? Like, do any of this sound familiar to you? Particularly um, the avoidance of people or situations mm-hmm. I once enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, especially with this whole pandemic thing, like... Like, I, I love brunch. I live for brunch. And so the fact that, like, now I'm just like, uh, no, I can't be around people. <laughs> it's like, it's weird for me. Um, yeah. But I still stand down on that. I don't want to be around too many people at any point in time. Yeah. I got really upset with a coworker today because she questioned me about what I do on the weekends. Because I live, like, closer to them now, which this is a Mm -hmm. particular family in uh, where I work that has really just taken me in. And I love to party with them. They are a good time, let me tell you. But I was Mm -hmm. like, "Uh, I'm not doing anything. She's like, so you just at home? I was like, girl, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What do you mean? Right. And she was like, but you don't go any... No. And, like... So we were working on a project and it was one, two, three, four of us in a room. I told her, I said, this is legit the most people I've been in one room with since this whole thing started. 
Like, <laughs> and we were in a big size room. I mean, it was plenty of room to mm-hmm. space out, but I was like, I have not been around this many people at one time since this whole thing started. So, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to hang out, you know, because she was like, are you, do you still go home on the weekends? And I was like, I mean, if I need to see something about my granny, and I was telling her, but I have cousins that live in the same town that I live and uh, that live relatively close to me. And I love hanging out with my cousins, but now it's not the time. Shit. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so how do we cope with existential anxiety? Existential anxiety often stems from thinking too much about the future and what your career will be in 10 years or will you be married? Will you have children? Will you be happy? If you think too much about all these things at once, they can become very overwhelming. Yes, the fuck they can. (laughs) Well, also, today I read an article about black women and pregnancy and, like, the problems with, like, black women's mortality. And (laughs) that gave me a sense of anxiety because I'm like, hey, I already have a health issue and so it's going to be, pregnancy is going to be hard. But then for people to, like, fucking ignore my needs yeah. as a woman, just because yeah. I'm black. <laughs> Listen, um, I had such a hard time after watching that Serena, um, Serena Williams doc that was on HBO, and where she kind of mm-hmm. documented her pregnancy and having her baby and getting married and all that, and they did not listen to her. And I'm like, she's fucking Serena right. Williams. Like, right. so nobody's going to listen to me. And I've, I've changed doctors before because my doctor was writing me off and not listening to me. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's enough to make you like, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, especially for black women, we do have to empower each other to be like, yes, you're paying a shit ton of money. You better have a doctor that listens to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all it is to it. Babies are not cheap to have. Let me tell you. As right. someone who's like, work in billing for a hospital, babies are not cheap. Mm-hmm. And you get billed for all the shit that you don't use, but you get billed for it just in case you need to use it. Yeah. Get you a right. doctor that's going to listen. All right. Even like just a normal, like even not even have a baby, like even a dentist. If your dentist doesn't fucking listen to that's you, right. cancel them. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's true. That's just my source of anxiety right now because I'm like, I would like to have a baby in a few years and I need to make sure they ain't gonna kill me. That's right. (laughs) I cannot say that we have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. But alas, we're black women and we have to worry about a lot. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, one thing we can do is focus on, you know, what makes you happy. Make a list of everything you can think of that brings a smile to your face, no matter how big or how small. Maybe it's hiking up a mountain or playing with a puppy or collaborating on, you know, with a team on a project that would not make me happy. Um, <laughs> I have, I have a set of happy songs and these songs span, it's not that many of them and they span over time. Like, I actually haven't had one recently. I think the most recent one I have is um, Bands of Make Up Dance. Bands of Make Up Dance. Like, that's probably the most recent one I have. But these are songs that no matter what, I can't help but smile when they come on. I can't, like, no matter mm-hmm. what. And it's so funny because um, 
bands came on one day this is years ago when it was still playing on the radio and I was upset about something from work I was in my car tears were at the brim of my eye like they were literally about to spill over my eyes onto my cheek bands came on and I just instinctively started dancing and smiling so I have a set of songs (laughs) that I call my happy songs because I can't help but be happy when they play yeah um Um, Joanne you have anything like that you can focus on um, a few things so I do like it's hard but I do like hiking up a mountain because at the end of the day not a mountain probably a hill but at the end of the day it's a sense of achievement at some point like I, I hit that point where I'm like I've achieved something yeah uh, of course Beyonce we all know that I love Beyonce mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm in a bad mood and I feel petty so I have a playlist called Bitter Beyonce Yes. <laughs> you have shared it with and, me and I adore it <laughs> yes and sometimes that makes me feel better because I'm like yes fuck this nigga let me get the shit out of my feelings you know <laughs> and so it's not always like a happy happy playlist but like hold up makes me so happy because it's petty as hell but the the intonation of the song sounds yes. happy as shit. It's very bright. <laughs> it's very bright. And it, the mixture makes me super happy because I'm like, <laughs> I'm petty, but sometimes I like happy music. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, after you've made a list and you come up with things that make you happy, the next step is to figure out how you can incorporate these things in your life. So, um, if, you know, if it's close to none, when you look at your list, try to consider how to incorporate them more. Perhaps you can reserve some time every evening before bed to read a chapter of a good book, or you can spend weekends painting next to a river, you know, whatever it is, you know, write it in, whatever it is that you feel like, you know, will bring you a little peace and... One thing I know that makes me uh, flow better, that helps me with my anxiety, Mm -hmm. we say this all the time because it's super important, having a morning routine. And I have been out of my morning routine for some time. I mean, I've made several attempts to get back on it and I've done my routine, but I've done it sporadically. So I have not truly been on my morning routine for over a year and I can tell. So setting that time out to get up, pray, meditate, read a little bit, that is important. I've been sleeping lately to the very last minute. So when I wake up, it's go, 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 go. And mm-hmm. that ain't right. That ain't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when I was in the airport on Sunday, no, Monday, um, Kevin Kwan wrote a new book and uh, Kim Kwan is a writer from uh, Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. and he he does not let down on the dramatics. He just <laughs> <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> right. So right now, like I, my source of joy is reading his book. You know, and I, I spent so much money on the book. I think I spent twenty six dollars because it was in the airport and it was hardcover. But is at the it- same time. Is it a part of the 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 story? No, it's, it's totally separate. separate. Okay. 
Yeah, but I think there might be a link with a different, like, one of the ancillary characters. Okay. At some point. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I am, like, reading it, and I'm like, he's so fucking dramatic, especially with his, like, fucking, like, um, cliff notes at the end about, like, shit. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so good. And it, and it is really driving a lot of joy in my life right now, because, like, this is a thing that, like, I was so happy to indulge in, especially pre-COVID. <laughs> yes. And so being able to enjoy something that I used to enjoy pre-COVID is making me happy. <laughs> I probably need to check it out because I'm about to start reading um, this nonfiction book and shit. I forgot the name of it just that fast. It's by yeah. the same author um, of um, The Warmth of Other Suns. Um, oh, Cast? Cast. I'm listening to that too. Yeah. I'm about to start reading Cast. And, uh, yeah, you need to balance that out. I was about to hard. say, I feel like it's going to be heavy. <laughs> um, yeah. I ordered it off of eBay, so it isn't here yet, but it should be yeah. here. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to read something else while I read that to lighten the load. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it on Audible. There you go. It's hard. So yeah. you do need to balance it. <laughs> That's what friends are for. Let me tell you something. If your friends don't warn you Understand. of your triggers, get you some new friends. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So next, you really need to like evaluate your relationships and you need to determine if your interpersonal relationships are causing you existential anxiety. Whether you've spent your entire life dreaming about the day you'll get married or not giving it much mm. thought, chances are at some point you'll meet someone who you connect with. That initial spark can be both beautiful and terrifying. Is this person right for you? How how long will this relationship last? Are they the one? And you can have these same feelings about friendships as well because I have. I've had, especially people that you've been friends with like since childhood, I've had those same feelings like, Am I really supposed to still be friends with this person? Because this bitch is problematic. Like, yes. You can have those same thoughts. If you spend your entire life looking for someone who's going to tick off every single box, you're going to be disappointed. Um, You know, if you found somebody that you click with, don't get rid of them just because it doesn't fit a fairy tale, be it romantic or a friendship. But on the other hand, you also, listen, don't stay where you're not wanted, okay? If you're not mm-hmm. satisfied, um, don't stay in a friendship, relationship, situationship, none of it. Don't stay just because you think you're not going to find anything or anyone any better. Don't stay because you think you won't have access to anyone else. Like, I literally stayed in a friendship because this girl was my best friend, but she was not a good friend to me, and I finally had to see that and walk away. Never settle. And the author says, because y'all don't believe me when I say things, so let me tell you what the author say. The author says, settling is never the best option. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Don't settle. Ha! For what ain't good. Ha! Move on to something. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I could have been a preacher. <laughs> oh, Doyle going way funny. back. <laughs> There'll always be someone and something new and exciting. Right. Right. And you know, 
we're going to face decisions and sometimes we're not able to decide and it's okay. Sometimes it's something even as simple as deciding what to eat for breakfast or to spend our free time. It can seem daunting when you have anxiety. Like, <laughs> it really can. And sometimes I have to remind myself, girl, okay, this is a first word, first world problem. And you are very blessed that you are getting stressed because you can't decide where to eat lunch. So it's like, yeah. Um, too blessed to be stressed. That's right. That is right. <laughs> so remember that making one decision doesn't necessarily close all doors. If you expand your imagination, you can find ways of doing nearly everything you desired. It just might not always be the exact way you envisioned it. And that, for me, is very difficult. Because I mm -hmm. had a plan for my life. And mm -hmm. if things don't go the way I planned, I like so to when we got ready to record today I had a new mic um which I've had it for a minute but I haven't set it up because it's difficult so I was like you know what I got home early today I'm gonna set up my mic and set it up it was working beautifully at first and then it started making this weird noise and I got frustrated and so I was like doing it i really want to stop <laughs> just start over let me switch mics now let me tell you something switching mics should have taken me every bit of two minutes with some time to spare because it's literally just unplug plug screw up but i had a um i don't know what the fuck this is called a mic stand whatever the fuck this is i don't know <laughs> i have a boom arm that's what it's called i have a boom arm and there's an adapter that goes on the end part where this screwed into the other mic. The fucking adapter got stuck. So I couldn't just switch the mics out seamlessly. And I sat there and worked on it for a good five minutes before I finally said, you know what? I cannot um, make Dorian wait any longer. I also don't want to be doing this all night. So it's not the way I wanted to go. But I will go and get a mic stand. I had an, I got an actually couple stands. I went and got one of my stands to hook the old mic up to the stand. So it's just sitting here on the desk next to me instead of being up in my boom arm. And the kind of start. Say what now? <laughs> so the kind of start. Okay. And so, you know, I told Doyen, like, I was like, girl, it's more than one way to skin a cat. You know, we're going to move on. But on the inside, mm. I'm really like, <laughs> I'm really like falling apart and spazzing because it's like, fuck, <laughs> this is not my plan for today. And I also don't like having this mic in front of my face after I've gotten used to it being on a boom arm. So it's like, <laughs> but you know, we make plans and God laughs. So it just is what it is. <laughs> um, funny enough, a, a random aside. Uh, I was joining a like black women who love Trader Joe's group on Facebook, mm -hmm. and they're like, "How long did Celie had to fight?" And I was like, "All my life, all my life, <laughs> all my life." <laughs> just what you're talking about. I was like, "All my life, I gotta Sorry, fight." I didn't quite catch that. Hush, no one called Siri's name. No one. <laughs> I'm like, I, just what you were saying, and I was like, all my life, I gotta fight. <laughs> so, you know, so you, you're you 
listening and you think, wow, I think I may be experiencing an existential crisis or existential anxiety, what do I do? So there are many Mm -hmm. forms of treatment. Of course, there's medication. There's cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, Mm -hmm. And then... (laughs) Don't start doing it. (laughs) And then also, you've got to get coping skills for how to live with anxiety. And that was one of the main reasons why I (laughs) started therapy was because I did not want to have to take medicine for the rest of my life. So I wanted Mm. coping skills. And so, you know, while it's important to seek treatment like therapy and medication, we got to learn how to live with it. And so... You can, there are techniques like grounding techniques. Um, We've talked about meditation here before. Very important. Uh, Journaling, talking to friends, self-care, ultimately important. There are a lot of ways that we can manage when we are dealing with anxiety. I will say the most important thing for anxiety, honestly, is to develop a routine and have a routine because the fear of the unknown is what stimulates your anxiety. So those morning routines are super, super important. Doyen, mm-hmm. do you have anything else you want to share before we wrap this up? Um, you know, I think the thing is, it's going to be different for every single person. So right. yeah, I, I like medication. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to be at the base level, like better than I am. I like to right t- I like to take medication for fun. I don't like it. I don't like it when I really need it. Like yeah. my 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 cousin was fussing at me the other day. She's like, "Why do you always stop and start with your anxiety medicine or whatever you mm-hmm. have for depression? Yet your ass will." I'm gonna bleep that out. Just like, but your ass will do. You will smoke something. You will do yeah. something. I was like, I like fun drugs. I like drugs for fun, recreational, I, uh, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is like a good base level. I'm still really gonna feel is. a lot of what I feel. Yes, but I'm okay with just taking that on a base level. Um, same thing with like you know therapy. Like it is different for every person. And so, like, don't feel like you have to do this or you have to do that. But you do need to figure out what works for you that's healthy, that does not kill your liver. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like, well, you can work through and there's a lot of tools out there for you. Um, even if you, you can't afford therapy in this moment, you know, there's grounding techniques and things like that to help you. Um, there's journaling and just other things to help you work through your emotions at the moment. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer in being, um, you know, you have to be self-aware. And if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of us aren't. But you have to be self-aware and know what's good push yourself i'll say that push yourself and know and be be i'm always telling you be gentle with yourself because i mean that but when i say push yourself i'm saying don't not take your medicine just because you don't like the idea of it which is what i do like that's that's not okay so and and doigan you mentioned that like you're still gonna feel what you feel that's a huge part of why i 
didn't take my medicine the way I should because when I first started taking it, I wasn't feeling anything and I didn't like that. I wasn't feeling like me. I'm a very emotional person and I get worked up about shit. I want to get worked up about shit and it was bothering me. Y'all, I literally was seeing things and was like, I'm going to be so pissed off about this when this medicine like I don't want that I want to I want to I want television to still make me cry I want to still be me just not so over the top (laughs) yeah is it I mean I tell people all the time like medication especially when it comes to your mental health it is a a special mix so I took um something where I was I felt too tired to care about anything I just slept all the time right now what I'm on I still feel things yeah. eventually if it hits a certain point. Yeah. But a lot of things don't stress me out as much as they right. should right. on a regular basis. Right. And so, like, if you take a medicine, your doctor prescribes the medicine, and you're like, this is too damn strong, Yeah. feel free to go back and talk yes. to your doctor about yes. it and be like, this is not it. Yes. And there's other options. Yes. Yes. So. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Julia. We're ready to move on. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pot, the buy you a drink. Um, I will so start because mine, mine is goofy as hell. Well, mine is a little bit sappy, so maybe I should go first so we can okay. end on a high you note. You go sappy and then I would go goofy. Yeah, see, that's, that's why we <laughs> love each other. So and it's, it's just a little sappy, just a little. Um, I've bought her several drinks and I'm gonna buy her another one. <laughs> so this week I'm buying a drink for my granny <laughs> because it's been rough. Um, I had a meltdown today. Like I had to go to my car, I had a meltdown and I called her because let me tell you something. My granny is always so sure and so certain about everything, about God, about life about everything and I pray for that one day that I can have that kind of certainty and it's so funny because you know I think us uh our generation or people that think like us talk a lot negatively towards blind faith but in times like this that blind faith be looking real good because she's sure Mm -hmm. she know God got it she ain't gotta Mm -hmm. you know and so I call her to pull from her for that because I'm not certain. I have so many, but, but, but what if, and, 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 but, and she is certain. She is so sure. And one day I just pray to have that level of sure. So I mm-hmm. want to buy a drink for my granny for being there for me to pull through, pull from her to kind of help me pull myself together. That's it. And I will say that, like, I think life makes you more sure. You know, especially when things are hard. Like, even now, like, I'm I'm still not fully sure about my face sometimes. But at the same time, like, I know, like, I can look back and be like, yeah, God, God brought me through these things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm still, like, I don't have that much life in it. <laughs> but at the same time, I can just be like, yeah, God saw me through this. You know, well, and so gonna, I think with life and yeah. with time, you will become more sure. I'm going to hope that you're right on that because it actually feels very much so the opposite for me. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure of what I believe, I think. 
<laughs> I think that isn't that doesn't sound sure, but mm-hmm. um, it's just that as I get older, I question things more and I try to make sense of things. And sometimes it's not for me to make sense of. And mm-hmm. as I get older, it gets more difficult for me. Whereas when I was younger, I was able to be more like, mm, it's, it's, it's God playing, girl, you can't worry about that. But as I get older, yeah. I start to lose my, I don't want to say lose my faith because I feel like I have faith, but I know I don't have faith like I used to. And I know I don't mm-hmm. have faith like my granny. So yeah. um, I just feel like for me, it's moving in the opposite direction, but hopefully it will. Yeah, I don't. I don't want you to be brought to your knees, but once you're brought to your knees, you definitely understand and believe. So, um, my drink is for crackers because I love crackers. I love Ritz crackers. I love saltines. I will eat a whole sleeve like nobody's business. Listen, <laughs> I love crackers. <laughs> a good saltine. Hmm. When I was in high school, I used to carry sleeves of saltines in my book bag. <laughs> it's like, I, <laughs> and the thing about it was like, because I bought Ritz, and I thought I was buying like the little small packs, but I bought a family size of the full packs. <laughs> and you know, I love I I, no regrets. <laughs> Listen, I used to could just sit and just eat Ritz out the pack. I don't like them Same. like that anymore, but I probably could no. if I tried. But now, I was eating them earlier today. I love crackers. <laughs> but now, I love a good-ass old-fashioned saltine. I bought some chicken saltine? salad the other day from this little cafe down the street from my office. And she was like, do you want some club crackers with that? I said, oh, y'all got some saltines? Like, no. <laughs> she was like, well, I can wrap you some up in a paper towel. I said, uh-huh, do that. Because <laughs> I don't want no club crackers. I want some saltines. I mean, I, I even club crackers. I love yeah. crackers. And I, I do like crackers. club crackers. But I, prefer, I love, uh, yeah. that's one of my favorite. The whole, whole wheat crackers. Because that makes you feel a little healthy. <laughs> now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> Oh, crackers are beautiful, yeah, man. I, crackers are delicious. <laughs> if, you, if you hungry, like you really eat your three mm-hmm. crackers, that'll do the trick. <laughs> Especially if you ain't got nothing to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And it don't choke you like a Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> right. Mm. 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 Crackers are great. <laughs> Thank you, Doyle. Thank you for reminding me of the goodness of crackers. <laughs> when I think about mm. the Lord. <laughs> mm. 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 Anyway, so um, why don't you let everyone know how they can talk to us and how they can get in touch with us? Okay, so we're on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's also the name of our pet Etsy page. Um, you can get you. A little mug that says may it contain alcohol, and it probably will. Uh, you can get you some really dope stickers. Less than the price of a PSL, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> you can get a shirt for that decision shirt. It also says may contain alcohol, because if you're anything like us, you may contain alcohol. I mean, they're here, <laughs> so they probably are. <laughs> <laughs> uh we are on Twitter. It's PLD Pod. Again, we just go in there with random ass tweets. Um, 
Lovecraft Country is really hard to tweet through. <laughs> have you watched like... this last episode? Yeah, I have. So good. So good. I am, I hate the dad so much. Oh, no, I don't <laughs> hate him. Like, I see it and I get it. No, I mean, like he's a... wrong, but I understand it. That's a part of our... Mm. You li- Did you listen to the podcast? No, I haven't Okay, yet, okay. But... If you listen to the podcast, I think they do a better job of explaining I mean, I did not grow up in that type of household, but mm-hmm. I get it and I understand it. And that is something with black parents... Um, yeah. You know, it's like, all I just whole... feel like black dads are loud and wrong. <laughs> it's, it's that whole thing I'm with tired black... of excusing them. It's the whole thing <laughs> with black parents of sometimes it's better for you to experience cruelty from me than from the world because I'm doing it lovingly. Even though that's even though mm. I don't agree with that, and even though I don't find it lovingly, that is something that you know a lot of black kids go through um especially probably around my i think younger kids probably don't experience it this this next mm-hmm. generation but i think millennials yeah. we're probably the last ones that maybe went through that and it's very mm-hmm. real and you know shit i was raised to believe that i could do anything and all i had to do was do the work and other factors wouldn't matter it's just do the work and you're gonna get it and um mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not true. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, watch it. Um, I have a couple of friends who like have to take it easy, like Doyen, because they don't really like horror. And I was like, oh, y'all, this week is more Indiana Jones than horror. Still ran my yeah. blood pressure up. But the funny thing about it is like I was telling my sisters about it and they're like, uh, we don't do horror. And I was like, I'm a scary bitch, and I watched it, so y'all can watch it, too. Listen, exactly. That's basically how I got Sean to watch it, because I told her, I was like, look, I don't do horror. And I also, because this show is a melt of horror and sci-fi. I'm also not a big mm-hmm. sci-fi fan. I like fantasy. I don't like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I said, but I watched it. I made the decision to watch it because it was black. And this is a space mm-hmm. where black people have been left out purposely this is a space Mm -hmm. where we have not been able to take the center stage and here we are all in front and behind the camera so i had to watch Mm -hmm. it because i'm black Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah like i said if i can watch it you know (laughs) anybody can watch it i'm still trying to convince my sisters i think i got one sister out of uh the four of us yeah. to watch it but but i will also say this too to my friends who just felt like they couldn't watch it i told them listen i get it because there's stuff that's super important to the culture that i can't watch still hadn't watched when they see us like i can't do it i can't i said so i get it so try to listen to the podcast because the podcast is not scary and they talk mm-hmm. about different things of the show and I think you can get enough from the podcast. So that's my suggestion, guys. If you don't feel like you can handle monsters and spirits and ghosts and things like that, um, please check out the podcast, Love Lovecraft Country Radio. That's the official mm-hmm. podcast. Um, so yeah, check that out. It's also hosted by two black women. So yeah. I'm so and proud of doing like, it. Like I said, the fact that the writer is also scary like me, it is like... <laughs> right. 
right. <laughs> just the warm sea in my right here in my chest. I mean, it chest helps. Is, it helps. Um, <laughs> yeah. So overall, just hit us up. Let us know what you're uh, dealing with in this whole pandemic and just yeah. like some emotions that you're dealing with. We were more than happy to do the research yeah. and do an episode about your feelings. Yeah. Um, definitely. Leave us a review, and I will send you a sticker. I have so many stickers, and I'm willing to send it to you. Please just I mean, leave us a review. Y'all. Send us a message with your address, yes. and I will do it. That's the important <laughs> part. Message us. D- listen, all of our DMs are open. Twitter, Instagram. You can leave us a message on Etsy even. You can send it by owl. Just don't send a pigeon. That's all we say. (laughs) But y'all are leaving the reviews, but you're not letting us know that you left the reviews. So we can't send you a sticker. So let us know so you can get your sticker because it is super duper cute. I saw a pigeon in Chicago. I was like, fuck this shit. I gotta go. (laughs) Which, by the way, today I got an email from Birds Aren't Real and be like, hey, do you want to be an activist? I'm like, yes. I would love to be an activist. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, I think yesterday somebody texted me like, hey, you voting? And I'm like, yeah, voting. And I sent them a gif of Kamala waving, and they're like, oh, I can't get the images. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, it's just Kamala waving. <laughs> Listen, Dwayne responds to all those, like, robotext people. You do, and we have another Sora who does, too. Like, she, she talks to them like they're real people. And I'm just like... Yeah, they are real what? people. I mean, they, they just are. just kind of put it in the system. They are, but it's like... I just ignore Sarah because Sarah's the one who texts me all the time. Like, she texted me just the other day to tell me to go and make sure I'm registered to vote. And, like, Sarah, I've been voting for a long time. I know how to vote. But I yeah, never respond, but, but I'm going to start responding like Doyen because I don't know. Yeah, they, they deserve. And also, I was listening to <laughs> a super liberal station in Illinois, and they were talking about how, um, particularly in Georgia, they're purging people from the voter rolls that, like, had not moved. (laughs) Like, they were still living there. And so it's important for everybody to check and make sure you're still registered to vote because this is the way that they're going to do voter suppression in this election. And so make sure, like, I I knew I was registered to vote, but I still went back and checked to make sure I was registered to vote and I hadn't been purged from a voter roll. I did that, too, with... um, I can't remember if it was Twitter or Instagram that was like, hey, check and see if you're still registered to vote. And you just click on the link and check the information. So, yeah, super easy. And um, also, um, I was about to say something else about checking the vote. Oh, yes, Dogan's very right about them with the voter suppression. That's how they stole the election, the election from Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams should mm-hmm. now be the governor of Georgia. She's not because they stole that election from her, and that is how they did it. So you're very yeah. right. Yeah. In, in plain sight, they're stealing. Yeah. Um. So, um. Yeah. Y'all have a great night. I'm hungry, so yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. make some food. Have a great night. Eat well. Drink water. We love y'all. See you next week. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, different. Hey, different. Hey, different. Hey, different. Hey, different.